Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, my name is Promise, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us, but before we get into the word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today. I just thank you for giving us your word, Lord, and just letting us know your perfect will, Lord. And Lord, I also just thank you for showing us what needs to happen, Lord, and equipping us with what we need, Lord, before we even need it, Lord, and just showing us things to come, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you with us as we continue our discussion of the Word and our study in the book of Acts. We are still in chapter 16, and we are continuing our discussion of verses 16 through 34. So if you're just joining us or haven't had a chance to look over that section of Scripture yet, I want to encourage you to pause the episode at this time. That way you have all the time and opportunity that you need to read through that section of scripture and have it easier for you to follow along in the discussion. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay. And now the floor is open for each of you to have the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have, of course. So who'd like to begin? Well, I would. All right, honey, um, honey. Layla, from the, yesterday's podcast, you said that you found um, that scripture about he who waters will be watered himself. Can you tell me what that is? Yes, that's Proverbs eleven twenty five. All right, mm-hmm. amen. So you guys take a moment and go go back and read that. And in yesterday's episode, I thought I said Mark chapter four verse twenty six, but if that if I accidentally said Matthew, I was referencing Mark Mark four twenty six. But if you did a scripture search, you did a keyword search, you would have found it in Mark. All right. Um, today, I want, I, as we were reading this, um, verse 17 of Acts chapter 16, the girl f- that followed Paul and the rest of his group and cried out saying, these mm-hmm. men are the servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. Now, we had just touched on this um, a few few podcasts ago about... Um, second corinthians eleven fourteen that satan changes himself to an angel of light so you're like well she was technically telling the truth right but understand this wicked spirits always are trying to deceive so even if they are presenting information that seems like a fact right it seems like it's the truth there's deception or a misappropriation or misapplication of it we read in first john that it says what is the distinguishing factor Go ahead, promise. Whether they said that Jesus came in the flesh and whether Jesus was God. Mm-hmm. Glory to God. There you have it. But when we read here, that's not what's being said. There's no reference to Jesus, number one. And number two, didn't Satan quote Bible verses to the word made flesh? To Jesus himself, didn't he? Yes. Yes. Okay, so he stated the... Bible verses as written, but he was twisting the application because every time you saw Jesus respond, it was a correct application. Satan wants to twist and deceive. 
And God always corrects in his truth. Jesus always corrects and is a correct application of the word of God. That's always what he does. So when you look at this, I mean, I read this for many, many years as a new believer and went, well, what was the problem? That was right. It's the truth. No, because the motivation and the purpose was to deceive. Whether it was deceiving the people going, I'm talking the same thing they're talking. We're talking the same words here. Let me in. Right? Yes. Um, similar to other false religions. I, I, an angel visited me in a cave, and but told me that Jesus isn't the way, the truth, and the life. He's just no, 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 a, no, just no, a good no. Guy. Let's 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 even get into that. Not an angel. Like the claim is that Gabriel visited so this so person. So name some names, but the one name that's supposed to be named was missing. So as we look through the scriptures, we're not looking with their natural eyes. We're looking with the eyes of truth that comes. Holy Spirit guides us into all truth. We're looking with our, our new creation being our spirit man on the inside. That's for male and female, our inward being, our spirit man. It's okay to call him that, right? Yes. On the inside of us that is alive to God, that the Holy Spirit tells us that he is going to lead us into truth. And when we look at the scripture and we stand on it as our foundation, then we, we find ourselves being um, alert to Holy Spirit's unction to see those little things. Like when Jesus was being tempted, and I bring this back often because it's so important for us. Jesus did not rely on his memorization of scriptures. Mm-hmm. He relied on the Holy Spirit to bring the appropriate word out of his heart that was written on the appropriate word written on the tablet of his heart up to deal with that situation because it was the right word to apply there in the right way. When Satan was like, well, the angels will bear you up lest you dash your foot against the stone. The scripture does say that. Go back and read it in Psalms. It does say that. But Jesus said something more important. You shall not tempt the Lord your God, neither put him to the test. He went straight to the motives of what Satan was saying. And he revealed the deception and the twisting of the word of God that would have led to error had Jesus fallen for it, not been holding on to Holy Spirit's hand and wise enough through Holy Spirit to deal with that. He would have been in error because it would have been a misapplication of the word. It doesn't always look exactly like what the enemy said. Did God really say that? Challenging. Did God tell you that? Right. He tried to even take scripture that is written and just twist the application. So we need the written word of God. We need to spend time meditating on the written word of God. So it is written on our hearts and we cannot depart from Holy Spirit's guidance. We cannot depart from his unction and go, "Mm -mm, that ain't me. That's not me talking over there. Sounds nice, but that's not me talking. Mm -hmm. Not speaking through the Holy Spirit or the anointing, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus himself said, hey, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He's anointed me to do these things, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So his disciples, which also includes us today, mm-hmm. right? If if we have called on the name of the Lord, right? Believed yes. on him, confessed with our mouth as well, right? That Jesus is Lord. He is our God and we are his people. Mm-hmm. then we also have an anointing from the Holy One, right? Paul writes about that in places in Scripture, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that we too, and John writes about it as well, have an anointing from the Holy One, who, mm-hmm. yes, the, the whole, which is the Holy Spirit, leads us into all, all truth, mm-hmm. but, but teaches, teaches us all things. things. Amen. Exactly. 
So, um, as we're reading this, there's a couple things to understand. That this girl, little slave girl, was it says one she was possessed, but it also says she was possessed with a spirit of divination, and that is the spirit with which she was talking through. Okay, now you brought up this this great point, honey, about where uh, understanding where it comes from, right? Mm-hmm. Now, this may or may not have been known to all, but let's look at what was happening and what was this person, this little slave girl saying? Things that were true, however, is twisted. And in so doing, what is happening? She is trying to set up a counterfeit or the spirit that she's operating from, the demonic spirit that she was operating from. Was trying to set up a counterfeit, putting this little slave girl at the same on par, if you will, with Paul and Silas. Mm-hmm. But if I'm you look back, if you and in what you were, or I just want to go into more detail of what you were saying, sure. even with other religions, mm-hmm. what is always there at the core? There's there's similar things said, mm-hmm. but it's counterfeit. It's not the true word of God. And it denies that Jesus came in the flesh. Exactly. That's the key determining factor. And, and in so doing, right, divination, we've talked about this multiple times. Uh, at the time, right now, currently, I don't recall if, if it was Wigglesworth's dream or if it was uh, George Stormont's dream, but they had this, this dream where it was the devil preaching the word. And, and of course, the question, one of them, whether it was Smith Wigglesworth or George Stormont asked, was, why are you doing that? And the devil responded to whichever one of those brothers in Christ it was and said, I've found the greatest, this is the devil speaking, saying, I have discovered that the greatest tool to put people in bondage, the church in bondage, is to preach the word without the anointing. But then if you really study out divination, you'll find that it goes into what's known as the spirit of pythos or pytho, or which is refers just like a python, which is meant to what? How does how do how does a python kill or destroy its prey? Constricts it. Okay. So bondage ties it and squeezes. Squeezes literally the life out of its victims. So when a person receives that, the word, a word spoken to them in their life, right? That seed is planted. It doesn't produce life. The Lord and his word produces life. So that's why it's important to understand what manner of spirit is speaking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And let's, let's peek back at 1 John real quick again. Um, chapter 2, and let's look at verse 20. And um, these, these scriptures are written for a reason, because this, this needed Amen. to be known. It says, but you have an anointing from the Holy One, and you know all things. I have not written to you because you do not know the truth, but because you know it, and that no lie is of the truth. Who is a liar but he who denies that Christ, that Jesus is the Christ? He is 
antichrist who denies the father and the son. Who de- whoever denies the son does not have the father either. He who acknowledges the son has the father also. Therefore, let that abide in you, which you have heard from the beginning. If what you heard from the beginning abides in you, you also will abide in the son and in the father. And this is the promise that he has promised us eternal life. Um, first John is a good, a good, 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 good book to read, um, in the Bible. I'm not, mm-hmm. not a separate book, but a, a good, good book in the Bible that helps us clarify our understanding of natural things and spiritual things. And then how do we discern and rightly divide spiritual things when they're presented to us? You know, at this time, there were a lot of mystical things, but those things have not been done away with. They're just wearing a different covering now of how we would see it. Go ahead, Spirit. We'll give an Old Testament example of the same thing happening. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, Are you ready? Yes. It's in Job. Begins in chapter 32, but goes... Literally through chapter 37, Elihu is talking. <laughs> all right, there's Job. It was going through a lot, clearly a lot of trials and, and all those things. Mm-hmm. And then he has his three friends. And then this person, Elihu, is there and he begins talking. And he first begins by contradicting Job's friends, right? Yes. Although it says that... um. It was, he was aroused against Job, and his wrath was aroused because he justified himself rather than God. And talking about Job, right? And, and he was also aroused, anger was aroused against his three friends, right? It says, because they had found no answer and had yet condemned Job. So then he begins to speak, and he says a lot of things in these five chapters. Mm-hmm. But then what's the Lord's response in chapter 38? Who is he who darkens counsel? Mm-hmm. So we, he's, this is right after Elihu finishes speaking. And now the Lord answers and said, Who, who's this who's doing these things? Now, many times we look and we're like, hey, okay, there's, there's a lot of insight there. There's a lot that has to do with understanding the Lord. And right, again, all scripture is breathed out. It's profitable, right? But this is the account given by the Lord, mm-hmm. right? This is what we're reading. Not everything that was said that Elihu said clearly was in there, but the things that the, that mattered to the Lord to bring out. But he makes it very clear that this person, Elihu, is in opposition. And if you continue and, and study it out, you'll also find that it only says, um, or ask Job, the Lord asked Job to pray for forgiveness for his three friends, not this other one. Mm-hmm. So, so wait a second, why would he not have another Amen. individual receive forgiveness? Or was this someone that showed up masquerading as an angel of light? Amen to that. So understand, so for everything that's in the New Testament, it, there's, I'll say a type and shadow, but it also exists in the Old Testament. It's just understanding those things mm-hmm. so we can, I'll say, the Lord can reveal that, put it all together for us, so we can grow and develop and mature in him and the things of him mm-hmm. with his wisdom, counsel, understanding, knowledge, and so on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen, amen. So as we, we look through the scriptures and, you know, understanding how to rightly divide the word of truth. And again, I, I, I bring this up and like you brought up Job. 
Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's lots of speculation. You know, people go back and forth thinking, is it a real book? Is it real this? Or was this added later? Because they can't describe what happened. Why is this person here all of a sudden? And why does God not address him and, in the end? And historians would say that Job was the first book ever written, even before the, laws of, the law of Moses, the first five books of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And because God understands all things, right? And memorization of the word is simply not enough. It has to be alive in you, and you have to depend on Holy Spirit to rightly apply the Word of God. You can sit in a, a thing all day long. You can go to the demons, go to church, right? Clearly, this young lady f- did this for many days, following them around, because she was possessed by a spirit that's not limited, right? Her body was limited, but the spirit got all day. The wicked spirit that was behind it. Because that's what they are, right? You got all day, you got all eternity. So until they are dealt with in the lake of fire. Amen. Um, but even you saw them speaking to the Lord and the devil himself. Again, that's why that's so important to understand that because you go, well, the devil wouldn't quote the word. Really? He had the gall and the nerve and the foolishness to quote it to Jesus is the living word. And quoted the word to the word. I. <laughs> I just have to stress that. And we're not focusing on the adversary like, oh, the devil's so bad. No, he's stupid. Uh, understand how but he operates. Exactly. Our job is to make sure we keep in line with Holy Spirit and we're not drawn away because the devil does what he's trying to do, which is deceive. And and I'll say, uh, I want to add to that, the mm-hmm. understand how he operates. Understand how he operates because the Lord will teach you how the enemy operates. Amen. And everything... Not... not by trying to communicate with no, the enemy absolutely. and then understand how they happen. No, that, that never works. That's that's and that's demonic. Man, exactly. That's of the devil. So I want to just make that clear now, right? Amen. The, the Lord will reveal the the plans and the tactics and and those things of the enemy, just like he did throughout the word, whether it was Elisha or any of the other prophets. Mm-hmm. And we have the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead living on the inside of us. And everything Holy Spirit does always points us back to the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus Christ, he is the Messiah. Okay? So that's why we have confidence because our God hasn't skipped a beat. (laughs) The Lord Jesus is not slow or slack. He's understanding of everything. And, you know, it's interesting that Paul waited for a couple of days before he dealt with it, but greatly annoyed, turned and said to the spirit, and and set the young woman free. Um, so just realizing we have a good God. We serve a good God. He does make a difference. And we never have to be afraid. We never have to be concerned. And not being anxious. That's a part of that as well. Mm-hmm. Paul didn't jump and start tearing the little girl's hair out and any of that kind of stuff. And he waited to understand the difference. Right? Amen. It may not yes. have been immediately obvious. Be quick to speak. I mean, quick to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. But when you get guidance from the Holy Spirit, keep it moving. You keep right on with what he's doing and what he's saying and how he's leading and how he's guiding. And you respond in the way that he tells you, not what you think is right. We talked about that in the previous episode, not how we think things should go, not what we were expecting, but how Holy Spirit is leading. Amen. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. 
Lord, we just thank you that we have your true word to guide us, Lord. We don't have to rely on others, Lord, but we have a direct personal relationship with you, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you have given us understanding and wisdom on how to proceed in your word, Lord, and that you do not withhold it from us, but give it to us freely. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.